Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Impressive Mix 31 titled, Am I the A-hole for choosing not to pay for my daughter's university fees despite paying for her brother's? My 57 male daughter, Jane, 21 female, has recently been accepted into the university of her choice. Now me and my wife, 55 female, are glad with this news. The only thing is that Jane got accepted to do an English degree. Now Jane, compared to her two brothers, Mark, 28 male, and Leo, 13 male, was quite late in applying to university. When me and my wife asked her to start at 18, she claimed that she was not ready and wanted to have a little rest. A little rest being going out with friends and traveling the whole of last year with her boyfriend. It should be noted that I supplied Jane with all the money needed for her little rest. Now me and my wife have nothing against Jane doing what she did. She's young and young people live to explore and do what they do. However, before me and my wife allowed for Jane to do her thing, we made her promise that when she did apply to university, it was for a degree that was worth it. Jane was going through a weird phase where she wanted to be many things that were more on the creative side. Fast forward a year later, we find out that Jane's gone behind our backs and applied for an English degree. Both Leo and Mark took medical degrees and are now very good, well-paid doctors. One would think this would motivate Jane to go the same path, but instead she has decided to be herself. I sat down Jane last night and told her that if she decided to go through with the English degree, I would not support her at all and that she would have to take out her own student loan. At this, she began crying and claiming that I was the worst dad ever and has always favored her brothers over her because I had paid for their university fees. Now, this is totally incorrect. I did literally pay for her travel all of last year. My sons think that I'm being too harsh and that I should simply support Jane regardless of what she chooses. But is it too much to ask of my daughter to follow through with an actually useful degree? Edit. No, my daughter's year of travel does not add up to her brother's tuition fees. Not even close. For those wondering, I work as a cardiologist. Me not wanting my daughter to do an English degree is not because I'm sexist, but because I want her to do something useful, which she can live off of instead of depending on me for the rest of her life. I don't even know if this is something she really wants to do or if it's another way of trying to rebel against me. And in the comments, your yogurt says you're the a-hole. If it was because you paid an equal amount to her travels as her brother's education, I would say not the a-hole. But because she chose a degree you disapprove of, you are punishing her. Also, I have an English degree. Sure, I don't earn as much as a doctor, but I've been a librarian for 10 years and I've helped thousands of people. My pay is enough to keep me housed, fed and comfortable. Edit, OP has admitted the daughter is the black sheep of the family because she's always gone against family norms. Imagine calling a member a black sheep when all they wanted to do was study grammar. Dr. Sack says, you're the a-hole. Not everyone wants to do a medical degree, 
It's hard, it's long, and it leads you to being a doctor, which isn't for everyone. An English degree is a good degree. It's not a silly degree or a useless degree. I totally understand why she says you favorite her brothers. This is clear proof of that. Inner show says first, the past tense of pay is paid, not paid, P-A-Y-E-D. English degrees are useful. Second, gap years are not unheard of. Did Jane know as you financed her travel that you were going to try and pick her academic major? Your son seemed kind and smart. You're free to do what you wish with your money, but on this, you're the a-hole. Review OK says you're the a-hole. One, support all of your children equally. Two, it only matters what you do now with her education, not what you did on a gap year. Three, she's trying to establish herself how she wants, not how you want. Four, nothing wrong with an English degree. Cut the crap. Five, listen to your sons. Six, you can correct this and you should. And a final comment from Shoddy who says you're the a-hole. Why is an English major so bad? Not everyone in the world needs to be a doctor. You're basically penalizing her for going back to school because she doesn't want to spend her entire career in a field dictated by her father. And quotes, one would think that this would motivate Jane to go on the same path, but instead she has decided to be herself. Then says, really strange that you don't want her to be her own person. So then OP comes back in to update the post and says, I would like to start by saying that I appreciate all the comments that were given, however unpleasant they were. They helped me understand that I was in the wrong and some provided me with advice on what I should do if I wanted to keep in contact with my daughter. I realized that I was living too much in the past and wasn't taking into consideration how much things have changed in the last 30 years. My father worked as an artist, paintings, and had little to no business. The only thing that saved my family from absolute poverty was my mother working in a supermarket. I guess I was afraid of such things happening to Jane. Now, I hadn't talked to Jane about her degree until the last Thursday. When I brought the topic up, she confessed to me that she was ready to take one of the degrees I'd recommended to her. I told her there was no need to, and she looked at me as if I was playing the cruel joke. I reassured her that I was being serious, and she began crying, due to happiness. I realized that I may have been favoring my sons due to their obedience to follow what I asked of them, and was punishing Jane for being herself, rather than fitting into whatever I decided to make of her. Jane will be attending Oxford Uni later in the year to take her degree and the relationship between us has never been better. I am highly appreciative of all the comments on my previous post. It helped me see how much I was prioritizing financial gain over my daughter's well-being, something which should have never been a question in the first place. Now, from what I know, Oxford is an amazing university. Obviously, I've never been to the university myself. I only lived in Oxford. The only recommendation I can give to OP's daughter in this one is McCoy's Kebab Van. Ooh, that is amazing. Right near the front gate as well. Lovely jubbly. But anyway, I do love a story where someone's been called the arsehole in the previous post. They look back on it. They actually take the advice and think about what was said in that post and take the advice of other people and change their perspective on things. I think it's wonderful to see. But how about you guys? What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Now, our next story comes from Intelligent Top 5377 and says, My best friend from childhood invited me to her wedding but forgot to assign me a seat. I spent the night alone in a separate room. My childhood best friend, 23 female, got married this weekend. I was so excited to be there to support her on her big day. I'm a shock to tear, so the bride asked me if I could create the wedding favors and dessert table. I was ecstatic to help with the wedding and went above and beyond to create a gorgeous table that was a huge hit on the day. 
I was told early on the wedding was over budget and to keep costs low, my boyfriend was not invited. I was extremely understanding and, and even reduced my rates for the sweet table as my present to the couple. A couple of weeks later, after reviewing the guest list, the bride informed me that my boyfriend could come as my plus one, but if he did, I would be moved from the head table. My boyfriend is a wedding photographer and is looking to build his videography portfolio. Knowing that the couple didn't have a videographer, he offered to film a professional wedding video free of charge. The bride was ecstatic and offered to move us to the vendor table so that we could network with the other vendors. We loved the idea and it was confirmed that we would be sitting with the vendors. The day of the wedding, we arrived four hours early to help with the event. My boyfriend spent the time filming where I set up the dessert table and helped the event coordinator set the dinner tables. After the ceremony, guests were moved to the cocktail room while the original room was converted into the room for the reception. While helping convert the room, I noticed that our names were not on the seating chart. I asked the event coordinator where we would be sitting and she said, good question and left to find out. She came back to say there was no vendor table and that if we were staying for dinner, my boyfriend and I would have to sit in a separate room as we were not on the list. The room was closed off for the reception so we couldn't hear or see anything, let alone talk to anybody. I told the event coordinator that we were in fact guests and that we should be moved into the reception room. The event coordinator herself was seated at one of the tables in the room. I told her I was a longtime friend of the bride and even originally meant to be seated at the head table. However, the event coordinator said she couldn't do anything about it. I approached the bride to explain the situation. She mentioned that it was definitely a mix-up and that we should be in the room. The bride mentioned that she didn't want to undermine me as a businesswoman, so she never told the event coordinators that we were friends or that I was a guest. She left the coordination of the vendor table to the event coordinator and left it off of the seating chart. The event coordinator was not made aware of any of the vendors, besides herself and the MC. Was staying for the reception and therefore didn't think to add us in. Although I understand the mix-up, the bride did nothing to get us moved to the main room. My boyfriend and I were cut off from the reception with no one to speak to, no way to see or hear, and even had to ask to be fed. As a result, I missed the entire wedding and spent the majority of the evening crying in the bathroom, waiting to move to the dessert table in the main room after dinner so that we could leave. My boyfriend continued to film everything as he was committed to getting a beautiful video for his portfolio. The next morning, I emailed the bride about the experience. She apologized profusely and said she was scatterbrained on the day and didn't think to do anything about it. She feels extremely guilty and would still like to be friends. I would like to forgive her, but I am still extremely hurt. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
maybe this is just like the Reddit coming out of me in this one, but I'm hugely suspicious of this whole situation. I just find it like way too convenient that you both can provide a service, yet come the day you were sort of ousted into some other room. I just kind of wish that your boyfriend was sat there with you and we're still just recording. You two sat in an empty room together. And this was the wedding. This was it. That's just petty me coming out here. I can totally understand why you'd be really upset about that. I would be too. But Beckingham Palace says, why didn't the event coordinator fix it? It's her job. She could have crammed you in or waited to see who didn't show up and sit you there. I'm not saying it's the bride's fault. I'm sure if she had told the wedding coordinator that she had to find you a seat, she would have. My lady bit says, be honest with the bride and tell her you feel she used your friendship to get a good deal and once she had it, she discarded you. My question to you is, why not just leave instead of sitting in another room? OP said, yep, that's what I said in my email to her. I had to add the refrigerated items to the dessert table and wheel it into the room at 9.30pm. I didn't want to damage my business reputation by just leaving. I left as soon as the desserts were put out. Upper Left Coast says, I think the question to ask yourself is... If you were the bride, how would you have handled that situation? My guess is you'd have asked someone to ensure your friends were included. Being a bride does not give you a pass to take advantage of someone. Even if it was a mix-up, it doesn't give your friend a pass to just say sorry and not make it right. This could have been fixed in a matter of seconds. I don't know your history with the bride, but sometimes stressful situations show us a friend's true character. And sometimes it shows us when we've outgrown that friend. You and your boyfriend sound like genuine and big-hearted people. Keep making new friends and you'll find some that never make you cry. Summit Junkie says, I'm so sorry this happened to you. It sounds like a miserable time on a day that should have been really fun. The bride removed you as a guest and treated you as a vendor. Told the wedding coordinator you were a vendor and not a guest. Took you off the guest seating chart. It would be fair to say to the bride, I was led to believe I was a guest and as a guest I created a dessert table and favors as my gift to you. Now I understand that I was not a guest but just a vendor. As a vendor, there is no common ethic to give you any kind of gift. As a vendor, my services cost this amount. I'll be sending you an invoice. You may or not receive any money from it. And you may or not salvage any kind of friendship with this. But if she loves you, and this was an honest misunderstanding, she'll apologize, take responsibility, pay the bill, and try to repair the friendship. If she doesn't, then there was no friendship to be salvaged anyway. At the very least, it will make it very clear to her the extent to which she mistreated you how you feel about it and how she has taken advantage of you even if it was completely unintentionally by the way even as a vendor you were treated really poorly and a final comment from porcupine apple pie who says it seems suspiciously unlikely that you're an important enough guest to originally be at the head table but then forgotten about for the whole reception i'd reflect on a few things one have you been accidentally forgotten or dismissed or left out in the past by this friend two have you felt underappreciated by this friend in the past three did her apology acknowledge the full shittiness of her behavior or was it mostly making excuses and focusing only on how scatterbrained she was four has she hurt you deeply before and if so how did the repair process go five did this seem way out of character for her as in do you truly understand the mix-up or does part of you feel betrayed or taken in by the way things played out while it can be helpful to get objective opinions from strangers on the internet even that step suggests to me that you don't feel right about any of this despite her apology. It may be too soon, but it also may be worth following your gut, heart or head to get clarity on what you feel is the truth here. So then OP came back in with an update and says, After reading everyone's responses and doing some reflecting, I've come to the conclusion that she's not my friend. 
Our relationship in the past few months has mostly consisted of her blowing me off and me interpreting it as though she was busy. She moved across the country two years ago but flies here often. Most of the couple's friends and family still live here, which is why they decided to have their wedding here. Every time she's come to visit, we've tried to make plans, which would end off with me being blown off. Excuse was always that some last minute thing came up, which is why she didn't have time to see me. She called me months before her engagement party to let me know that I would be invited to it, but I was never actually invited. I responded to pictures of it online, just saying gorgeous, and she explained that I wasn't invited because of her mother-in-law planned it and didn't know her friends. Moral of the story, the only time I've seen her within the past year was to do a free tasting for her wedding after she mentioned that she would not finalize her order without a tasting. I had plans to meet up the same week of the tasting, which she blew. I reread her apologetic email and interpreted it differently the second time. The email mainly followed the structure of excuse, but that's not an excuse. In one section, she wrote that although she would still like to be friends, she understands that I may not want to and that's fine. To me, it seems as though she was saying she wouldn't care if we were to no longer be friends. And at the end of the email, she added, P.S. We would still like the video. Despite making it a point prior to the wedding to let my boyfriend and I know that she couldn't care less about the wedding video. Although she mentioned in her email that she would make it up to me. I haven't heard a word from her since I responded back to her email, naively accepting the apology the day after the wedding. I watched my boyfriend's rough edit of the wedding video this week and listened to her speech. She added a section where she thanked her friends for transcending the lines of friends and family. She called out a long list of names from the friend group. Mine wasn't included, which sealed the deal for me, especially since I was so involved in the preparation of the wedding that she wouldn't have just forgotten my name. Moving forward, I'll be a lot more cautious with my circle. And I'll definitely be more strict with doing business with friends. No more paying out of pocket. My boyfriend has agreed to not go out of his way to send her the video. If she asks for it, he will send a link to a shortened version on his website. I couldn't convince him to add a watermark, although that was my favorite solution. Thanks everyone for your recommendations. So, we'll see if she comes around in a month or so. I will definitely not be reaching out. And the thank yous during the speeches just confirmed to me, you know, this was her plan all along. She was... It just felt like using OP for it. And it's just incredibly sad that people do this. And there's a lot of comments below this. Uh, someone saying that there's a, they're a wedding singer and they get a lot of invites to weddings. But as soon as they say, you know, I don't sing for gifts anymore, they withdraw their invites. Absolute madness. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Over My Line from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit and says, Am I the A-Hole for embarrassing a woman and making her cry? I have this friend who is blind. He wasn't born blind, but he was young when it happened from an accident. Saturday night, several people were at my place drinking. My friend was drunk and his story came up. One of the other party attendees was also fairly inebriated. She said that she would never have let such a thing happen, that she would be a much better mother than that. My friend was obviously upset by what she said, but he didn't verbally respond. It was a really mean and unnecessary comment. I told her that she was out of line, had drank too much and needed to leave. She was upset and tried to explain what she said, saying it wasn't fair that my friend had such a crappy mum and she was being sympathetic. I told her she was being an obnoxious lush and probably would be the crappy mum because she's a mean-spirited person. She started to cry and I found her shoes and gave them to her. She left with her DD and after that the party was basically over and people mostly left. 
Sunday, she called me saying I was a massive prick for humiliating her and saying I owed her an apology. I told her to learn her limits because she's an obnoxious drunk. This morning, she made a Facebook post about me. People that were at the party commented and some critical of me and some of her, but it's mostly my close friends criticizing her and her close friends criticizing me. Since none of you are either of our friends, which of us is the asshole? And in the comments, someone says, not the a-hole. It's super easy to say any one person would have been a better parent after the fact, but no one can truly know unless faced with the situation in that moment. What an incredibly rude thing to say. What's worse is she doubled down on the statement after sobering up, which really just says more about her lack of character than anything. Warden says, not the a-hole. Your buddy is lucky to have such a fierce and loyal friend. Language is everything. It doesn't matter what you say. It matters how you say it. This girl could have said something like, I'm sorry that happened to you. But instead, she had to make it about her and the fact that she thinks she wouldn't have made the same mistake as your friend's mom. Even if she had good intentions, she said it in such a dickish way. She could have apologized profusely and moved on, but she decided to cry about it when called out for being hurtful. Jenny says, depends on the accident, to be honest. If your friend's mother really was negative and it happened because of that, the woman is not wrong. It wasn't her fault or wasn't because of wrong behavior, then not the a-hole and the woman is a massive a-hole. Does she know or does she just assume? Trippy replies to that and says, even if the mother was neglectful, the other girl had no right to speak on it like that. I'm talking about my parents and someone starts talking shit, I'm going to take issue with it, even if I don't currently speak with my parents. Only my siblings and I can trash our parents, nobody else, especially based off one story. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support and time always means the absolute world to me. As I say, I know I say it all the time. I'm blown away that as people sat there listening to this on the daily. Incredible. Thank you so, so much. And hopefully I'll see you on the next one. Much love to you. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh yeah, you see we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope cause you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care. Uh, you just don't still sell. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.